sit like <laughs> well the fuck we always start with a laugh it's just iconic that way we don't always start with a laugh but the last time it was like a quiet and i was like did it go and you're like yeah and i'm like what why didn't you tell me and you're like lol because that's the fun prize that you just have to hit play okay so quick question you guys are probably going to hear this after October. Get over it. It's still going to be spooky. Because guess what? Even though October is spooky month, uh, spooky things happen all year round. So It's true, but it's like, it's heightened. Yeah, I believe that. I surely believe that. So when I asked Talia today, like, what do you want to do for a draft? You said, instead, let's post some links to some videos to direct our friends to our favorite uh, paranormal YouTube videos. Okay. Because we've watched most of the ones that we like together. And we've also, like, obviously watched separate ones. I'm going to be really real with you. I, like, years ago when I worked at um, an office job, I would have ghost stories playing in the background at all times. I'm talking creepy pasta and for those of you that don't know on reddit there's creepy pasta that those most of those i believe are fake um but i watched celebrity ghost stories i don't do that whole like ghost adventures yeah uh, shit that's bullshit celebrity ghost stories huge that used to be on the lifetime movie network i 100 percent believe in those because here's the thing like what what does anybody have to gain by telling this story right the thing with ghost adventures and taps I don't like is like they go with the intent like we have to have content. Exactly. Yeah. Like they have a TV show for a reason. And that's oh, what I hate. Yeah. So that doesn't. Yeah. Those don't count, obviously. I mean, yeah. Maybe once in a blue moon you have something that's like scary that happens. But if you are if your sole purpose is to find something then like obviously I don't believe it because you can't produce every single time. Right. So. I will just say, I don't know if I have five, but I will say this. Well, no, we're going to collectively come up with five. Oh, like you and I, we're not going to do five each. I can't do five each. Uh, yeah. So I think we collectively go from five to one or one to five. So my first recommendation, I'll tell you right now, like I just said, is Celebrity Ghost Stories for the Lifetime Movie Network, um, which you can find a lot of these on YouTube. So I like anything there. I think they're all good. Um Another one that I really, really, really recommend and really like is called Nuke's Top 5. Oh, we did watch those. I did. I make everybody watch those. And here's why. Because Nuke's Top 5 is um, all um, sent in by listeners. So, yes, the whole... Some of them are, like, chalked up. So, well, some of them is, like, is it a hoax? What do you think? But the thing is, is like, they're sent from all sorts of people all sorts of times so it's like nobody's forced to produce right so some of those videos are the fucking scariest things i've ever seen in my life because they feel so real mm -hmm. i think and i couldn't even tell you what's where but like a lot of them are like home videos my favorite ones are like they're either home videos or they're from channels that like are not ghost hunters and they're like they're filming something or it's like a TikTok live stream and something happens in the background when they're supposed to be gaming and like something happens. So, you know, it wasn't set up to be a ghost thing. Like it just feels very authentic. Right. I'm listening. I'm just texting Joe because we listen to this podcast sometimes and it's What's it called. I'm trying to I'm asking him oh. the name of it so I can say something and he'll text back fast. But one of them is called Radio Rental and that one is i think those are real stories but it's a podcast that is written so it's a script and it has like you know routine things in each podcast but the stories are different and this other one hopefully he'll text back um is genuinely like gets me shivers every time we listen to it we listened to one like on the way back um from florida on the plane and it was like really scary but I'll get that. Ladies and Tangents did a collab with Two Girls, One Ghost. Oh, really? They're a podcast about, you guys guessed it, ghosts. Right. Um, they were, like, kind of valley girly, so I didn't really listen too much about it. But, but definitely Celebrity Ghost Stories and definitely Nuke's Top 5 
the nice thing about Nuke's top five is like it's quick and easy and he has like I said they come from all over the world all over so you can really decide like do you think it's real do you think it's not real right. like some of them are from like tribal areas and that at that point you're like okay yeah like that's 100% I'm never fuck with like it's okay god he got me yep what do you say so the podcast is called scared to death that's appropriate and oh i'm so glad he texted back fast and it is genuinely so uh people send in their stories to these uh, to this couple who read the stories out loud on the right. podcast they talk about it and right um but their stories that they have are wild like no, I want to I mean, go back and freaking listen to them. We got season. We got our stories from people. So we the last last week's stories that we posted of uh, were from our friends or people we knew, and listening to those stories was kind of creepy because they're when it's from somebody you know, it just yeah, I'm so much more real. And the very first, the one we did two weeks ago, where we talk about our personal ones, our friends, and like my mom and stuff, like. You can't really argue with that because they're people you know and you know they're not fucking with you. Right. You know, like, you know, the jail don't lie to you. Another video that I was, like, kind of scared of watching was, it was the one with um, Shane Dawson and him and What's-Her-Face in Texas. Oh, Graveyard Girl? Yeah, Graveyard Girl. They went to that that common, it's called common, damn it. It was a huge one. Yeah, he did. He went to go see Graveyard Girl, and they went to. It was like this old vintage market. Yeah, it's an old vintage shop, a common something. And Graveyard Girl goes there all the time. Bunny, her name is Bunny. Bunny goes there all the time to get her like weird, spooky things. And they, they did it like an evening there. But also, I know those are Garrett put like spooky sounds on a, a on a like on a speaker that scared her. Yeah. But there were also things in there, though, that, like, I think could be real. Listen, anytime you have an antique something or other, yeah, what's attached to it? Or when they went to on the Queen Mary ship. The Queen Mary. The Queen Mary. That, was, that one was a good one. I would definitely recommend that one, too. All I, all I can think of every time I think of the Queen Mary and Shane Dawson is Garrett going, like, the, the camera pans over to Garrett and he goes, I'm hauntingly hungry. <laughs> And they all bust out laughing because they're scared out of their boots. Um, and that, to be said, with all that is like, yeah, like, it's do you think, do you not think? And then that brings us to what Talia and I watched yesterday. Which is top, like, this is, of all paranormal videos that I've watched of creators who, um, you know, use this as their job and it's like how they make money and you know, with Shane Dawson, you know, he could be just using it for views. And I understand that. But Shane doesn't only do ghost stuff. Right. So I think putting all of that aside. Wait. I'm going to stop you because there's only one other video I ever saw. I think it was, it was like one of the ones like the, um, it was one of the ghost story ones that I, and I've watched so many, like a, like of the haunting of that was like a series and like the Blair Witch Trials and oh you haven't watched those no 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 I've I've seen Blair Witch Project no not the oh yeah the project no I'm talking about like real things oh so there was one I, I I couldn't tell you what series it was it was like a haunting of or something and they went to this old chapel where they had an EVP session with an old friar where you could hear the friar respond in real time like. They were like, are you here? And he was like, I'm here, my son. Eh. Like, And like, they had a conversation. What was it? I, I can't remember for the life of you. Because I listened. I literally ingested so many right. stories when I was like sitting alone at a desk. Because I didn't. What else were you going to do? I didn't do well with eight hours a day in sitting. So I had to like, I don't know, freak myself out. I don't know. Anyway, so it that was the only other video that came as close to the one we watched yesterday. And, like, with that, again, it was EVPs, and it was this friar. And if I could ever find it again, I want to say it was, like, Father Brown. But I, I don't know what series it was. And and it, that one was probably the realest thing I've ever felt, like, where a ghost was full-on communicating. Until I saw this one, 
which is a hard close second, I think. Only because there were words exchanged, but yeah, no. that was episode one. So you know what I mean. Talia can tell us. Tell okay. us. So I was scrolling on TikTok yesterday when I saw a video of this girl saying, "If you haven't watched the new Sam and Colby video of Hell Week, go watch it. That was the craziest, realest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like that video is life changing for people." And I was like, "Okay." I was like. I need to know what this is. That's an extreme example there. Right. So I clicked on, you know how on TikTok it'll be like suggest or something on the bottom. It'll be like nothing like ever related. But this one was like, you might also like cheese. Right. Like, so the thing at the bottom was Sam and Colby's uh, Conjuring House, which was very broad. I was like, okay, let me click on this. And so I clicked on it and all of these videos were popping up of like, the guy Sam like bawling his eyes out and it was like he was so distraught and he was I was like okay like this looks kind of real I was like I'm I'm gonna go on YouTube and watch it so I put it on it's hard to fake some kind of tears you, you can fake some tears but like but like this the way he was crying in that video and like he was like I gotta stop I gotta walk away yeah like oh, oh, so real. Sam and Colby are these YouTubers who their content is based around paranormal they're ghost hunters. They're ghost hunters. And so when I went to their page, I immediately was like, okay, definitely, like, this isn't real because this is what they do. Like, this is content. This is... So after I, like, I clicked on their page to go watch the video and I was like, every single video is going to this house, going to this house, going to this house. And I was like, okay, like, this can't be real, but I'm going to put it on anyway. And so I guess every year they do something called Hell Week. Which is a week that they put out a video. They put videos out. They've been on the internet for a really long time. And I've really literally never heard of them. Me neither. And so I, I click on the video and the first thing they say is, thank you guys for 10 million subscribers. This is right. what you get. Like, this is your gift. Thank you so much. But they do Hell Week every year. Yeah, they do Hell Week every year. Which the video that we were just watching of the house, the Winchester house, was part of Hell Week last year. Okay. Did they stay at the Winchester house for a week? No. So this is the only time that they've stayed longer than overnight. At so, okay. So they're staying at the Conjuring house, which they haven't even released all the episodes yet. Right. At the Conjuring house for a week as a... as I, a, When this comes out, all the episodes will be out. But as of right now. In a week, they're going to release all the episodes. The last one's on Halloween. Oh, there's only three? There's four. Four. Oh, so first one was two days ago. Next one is tomorrow, Wednesday. That next one is the 29th and then the 31st. At least they didn't make us wait. Like, I know. Shame drags it out. Okay, but anyway. Okay, so they're staying a week at the Conjuring House to as a, as like a, not like a thank you, but like their big 10 million yeah. content. So, I don't I even know how to start this. So they went to the Conjuring House and I think they've been there before, Yes. Yeah, so they've been before. In 2021, I think they went. So it was just a few years ago when they went. But they were not staying for this long. Um, Side note. So they've been there before. And I guess when they were there before, uh, the Annabelle doll was there and the Robert doll was there. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I just want to say, like, I went back and double checked. And the Robert doll, like, when you come across the Robert doll... I'll like I said I'll get back to that um was it Colby or Sam Colby 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 ended up being diagnosed with testicular cancer and that doll being in that presence or mocking that doll or having some like interaction with that doll has been known to like really severely affect people if you take a picture of it yes if you take a picture of it so he ended up I mean, I think the the title said like three months ago or something that he had testicular cancer. Oh, yeah. It was like it was this year. I'm right. It was this year. But like he obviously recorded over the course of a few months or whatever. But they came back to this house, which like it's bad enough that this house, The Conjuring House, which is the basis of the movie The Conjuring, which you can see. It's like a movie you can buy. Um, it's one of the houses that Ed and Lorraine Warren, like we should be talking to, investigated. Um, it's one of the houses that Ed and Lorraine investigated. And actually, on um, this set of this movie and The Exorcist, um, they were specialists who would 
you know, we talked about that last week. Um, like tell tell the directors like if this was right or wrong, this is how ghosts or whatever acted. So these guys came back here and they're like, hey, no, it's under new ownership. I don't know when it changed, but I know that the people that are there now were not there when they went the first time. So there's a woman there that met them and two of the workers. And so the first night, it's just the first, the first episode, the first night is just them, you know, doing a tour around the house and, you know, getting like, getting familiar with it again. And they're going, oh, I remember this, I remember that. But these, all these employees and the owner are new. So they're kind of like reintroducing themselves to them. But the spirits remember who they were. Mm-hmm. So these two tour guides, it's a man and a woman, Satori and Cody, Cody. They're like, hey, when we touch hands or wrists, like we become this conduit and this. They have conversations with. They have spirits. Yeah. With full on conversations. So when I was watching this last night, here's the thing. It was like spirits connect through energy. They respond through energy. They need and That's why electronics often go haywire or EVP works or lights flicker, whatever. So a human body is made up of a lot of electricity. Whatever it is in these two people, when they touch, it becomes this, like, magnet. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, like... And they even were, like, holding arms and letting go. And, like, you could hear the knocks, but then when they let go, the knocks stopped. Yes, so they... Oh, my God. They discovered that, like, a few years ago, that they can communicate through a knocking method. And what that means is that when they do touch their wrists, immediately... The spirits knock. Yeah. Immediately, you hear, and if you're in the room, you feel knocking. And that's not just, like, a knock on the door for a neighbor. Like, it's like a human being is walking around the room yeah, you can with needles on. Like, yeah. It's real knocking. So Sam and Colby show up, and they're like, okay, like, can we see it? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. We will talk to the spirits so abigail adams is the one that is basically the caretaker of the house she lives in the house she's a spirit obviously but she's protector so she wanted to talk to them first and satori and cody hold hands or arms whatever and they are saying let's do this alphabet method where yes is one knock no is two knock knock and then she'll go a b c d and and abigail will knock when she hits the right letter and they're spelling out whole ass sentences. Yeah. Sentences. Like five word, six word sentences. So it starts with Herbie like, hey, I have a message for Sam and Colby and well first the lady oh yeah the owner of the house is sitting on the couch with Colby and she's recording and her first question was Abigail, do you know who these people are? And she points. And she goes, Abigail taps, yes. Can you see who I'm pointing to? And she yes. goes, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so creepy. And so... I wasn't, I wasn't sold yet. I was like, okay. But when they started spelling out shit... So after watching it, as we were just watching it, like, just a couple minutes ago, we just immediately I still get, like, I'm still getting chills for it because well, I know that it's so real. So... It's the end of my travel wine. So, uh, Satori and Cody start asking questions and... Oh, wait. I need to back up. I need to back up. T? Abigail told Satori and Colby that they had a message for... Before they even got there. Before Sam and Colby even got there. Before they even got there. She was waiting. She was waiting for them. Yeah. So... Satori knew that she had a message for Sam and Colby. And so she goes, Abigail, like, what's your message? Like, what do you have to tell? Like, everyone's just like, who's this? And Abigail's like, you know, S-A-M. And this is K-O, I mean, C-O-L-B-Y. Yeah. And then she's just like, knock, 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 knock. Like, she's like, <laughs> fucking get to the point. I know who they are. They know who I am. Like, let's go. Yeah. I got shit to say. So the first, I mean, I don't want to spoil the whole video because I need people to actually go and watch this. But, like, we'll talk about the biggest. Oh, my God. So the first, like, message that... Still worth it to watch. Right. No. The first message that uh, Abigail had for Sam and Colby was that 
there were people there that came with them. that came with them like spirits that followed them to protect them and they asked they're like abigail do these people live in the house with you and she's like no she goes i don't know i'm like they're just they're just here they came when sam and colby arrived from the property and so they go further into conversation with abigail and she starts to tell um sam that there is somebody here who needs to he he needs to know that she is there with him number one number one like no matter what you need to know that this person is there so long story short abigail spells out the nickname of sam's uh grandma grandmother who he as he's like crying into the camera is say like hey she's the one that like started all this believed in us he said her last words to us on her deathbed was onward and upward onward and upward and then i i guess um at, at that moment i wondered if they were brothers but i guess they're just best friends mm-hmm. but they've been making videos for so long and to be honest like my grandma helped me when i was making videos back like when i first started making youtube videos my grandma was there like folding the camera and doing stuff like so i i felt for them for a minute and like Satori and Cody are like, should should we stop? Or, or Cody, like, should we stop and give you a minute? And they're like, yeah, we need a minute. Yeah. And so they step outside. And, like, it just gets so in-depth. And the hour, it was only an hour long. And I was like, it, I don't want eyes on a link. Eyes on a link. She goes, oh, more's coming. I go, how could they just leave like that? Right. Well, they first, they asked Abigail, they're like, is it okay if we take a break? Like, Satori was like, Abigail, stay here. Like, we're still going to say, no, bitch. She could. She got things to say. But she was like, okay. And then so they stop for a minute. Sam and Colby go outside. And Colby's trying to calm Sam down. Like, he's he's hysterical. Like, these people know nothing about you. And yeah, you're a public figure. They could have looked this up before, but they're not going to. But nicknames, like they spell out Sam's grandmother's nickname. I think what got me to the most wasn't just that he was crying. Like, that's a big deal because like you can tell, like you can't fake that reaction that he gave. But when they got the producer, their producer, Matt, I was yeah was there. Say that. And then they actually said, like, we have to make this private. And they like the, the video fades out and Matt comes back and he's like, it's one thing that like people could research you and Sam. He's like, you're a public figure. He's like, you have ten millions of subscribers. Nobody knows who I am. And, like, uh, you don't get to see his message, but, like, you can see it on his face. And then he is shook. He's just like, like, whatever was just delivered to him. And he kept it private. He's like, for his family and friends' sake. So it must have been a serious message. Because the thing is, and what I loved about this episode was, like, they asked, like, are the family members, are your spirits always with you? And it's like, yes. And do they know what's going on on the side? Yes. So, so for the spirits to come through, the message that they gave is not that they need extra energy to tell you more. It's just what they're telling you is the most important message. And most important that all the messages seem to be all the time, not just with this, but in other shows. Like I do watch Long Island Medium. Right. Not for the lie. Totally believe in her. But um, is that I'm with so-and-so and I'm okay. It's always I'm okay. So I think people just, because we can't see, touch, and know really what's on the other side, we want to know like, oh, is is my grandma with my papa? And is my blah, blah, blah. I, side note, I saw this on Instagram today and it was like, imagine living your whole life with the woman you love the most and having kids and a family and you die and you wait for her on the other side. And when she dies, she goes and hangs. She goes to the man that was with her for three days on the Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) Like, your grandpa's out there like, what the fuck? (laughs) She's like, sorry, I've been waiting for Jack. But hold on God. (laughs) That's so stupid. Oh, my God. Sorry. Okay. So that was serious. Yeah, that was serious shit. It was serious. I knew, obviously, it was real when... Like the I mean, Libby conversation happened stuff anyway, but like so I'm that so we have healthy I will say this, both of us have healthy skepticism. Yeah. I so the people on TikTok 
the videos that were popping up were because after I watched it, obviously the algorithm does its thing. Yeah. And so all of these videos kept popping up of like the first sentence they say is, I was never a believer. I am a skeptic. I 1000% never believe in this shit right. until I watch Sam and Colby's video. Now I am 100% invested. And at that point, you know, when people are on one side of the street and they completely cross over to the other side, that shit is real. Like something happened in that video that changed their their perspective. Making a skeptic a believer is a serious, serious thing. Yeah, like one of the biggest things is like when I was uh, when I was starting to go to church and I was like, yeah, if God's there, like he'll let me know. And I was a skeptic and and getting I remember my pastor saying to me, like, what can I how can I make you believe? I go, I need proof. Yeah. And and I in in so many ways, I did get proofs, not from him, but from God and whatever. So like like I said like I am a I am a I'm a person that believes in God and I do believe in spirits and I believe that there's a lot more than we hold space for. So I want to believe like we talked in the last couple episodes I haven't seen any of those you haven't I mean you said you've seen some shadow figures I've seen like some shit but nothing I never had can't, We can't say I definitely saw a, right. a fucking apparition today. Right. So um and so the the spirits that followed Sam and Colby into the house had more than just a few messages. And it was five people that actually came yeah. with Sam you and Colby. really watch it. It's so worth it. And I was not sponsored. <laughs> Sam and Colby are not sponsoring this episode. So when, um, when they got to Colby's turn and Satori started spelling out loud... His parents' name. His parents' names were so weird. Okay, so it was spelled L E S A, and his father's name was Lane L A Y N E. That's okay. Like, right? That that had me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, like that is not because they're. Are you? They're from, like, I think they're from another country or something. And I was like, the fact that they have such unique, like spellings of their names, like. Oh. But again, you could look that up. I don't want to, you know, whatever. But I know, but still. So, but they were talking about people that his dad and mom would know and he wouldn't. So, yeah, he had no idea who Frank was. I'm dying to know, like, I'm dying to hear him go back to see his family on oh their reactions. There better be a fucking point of that. I know, there better be a reaction. I want to you know. see his mom and dad be like, oh my God, Frank was our BFF, blah, 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 whatever. So, we got to stop for a minute because... We haven't even introduced ourselves. We're 30 minutes in. We're 28 minutes and 34 <laughs> seconds in. I'm Carolyn Beach. I'm Tulia Beach. We're at the beach. And this is the Beach House. Okay. So I just want to tell you quickly. LOL. We this is just related. Yeah. We're oh. telling you a quick story. LOL. That's the LOL part. Anyway. Um, a couple of years ago, I went to a shaman. And I know I've told you this story, but I'm going to tell the people. I went to a shaman to get a Reiki treatment because I was going through it, okay? And I needed some bitch with crystals to come through and realign my chakras or whatever. I don't know. And I've had Reiki done before. They, like, blah, 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 do some mystical shit over you. But this woman was like, hey, P.S., I kind of do things a little different. Sometimes things come through. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I was here for her. I was like, okay, let's go. And, you know, she's centering my whatevers. Puts new rocks. I'm not talking like little gemstones. I'm talking chunks of rock on my body down my center. And long story short, she channels some stuff. And then she gets to this point where she's like, hey, your grandma's here. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, your grandma's coming through. I was like, oh my God. Okay. So I've, you know, I'm here for this moment. I'm like, let's, let's test it out. We want to talk about, is it real? Is it not real? Right. So she's like, what do you want to ask her? I was like, I'm, I was not prepared for this really. Right. Uh, I didn't know you were like, bring my grandma in here, whatever. And I want to be as 
ambiguous as possible because I don't want the shaman to know. Yeah, I don't want much information. Yeah, I don't want to give her any clues. I want realistic answers. So I don't remember much because it was literally a blur. But I remember saying to her, I said, "Are what me and my mom think happened to you? Is that real? Is that true?" Now, if I said that to you, what would you think that I was asking? If, like, the way she died was how you guys think? That, I mean, that's what's going through my head. I had somebody else say to me, like, oh, were, was she sexually assaulted? Okay. Which is a fair, it's a fair question. question. Do you know how this trauma answered me? She got real quiet and she went, yes, I was molested. Oh, I mean... It's you had said nothing. You could. It wasn't yes or no question. If I said, "Hey, is me and my mom think what happened to you happened to you?" She could say yes. She could say sexual assault. She could say assault, which is very vague, right? But yes, I was molested. I rolled to my side. All the chunks of crystals fell off me, and I just started crying. I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh my god!" You know, and and. And she goes, don't worry, like, it does, like, it doesn't affect her on the other side. Like, she's okay. She doesn't want you to feel bad about it. And even though, like, that was a pretty, pretty straightforward answer, like, that was me. Oh. It was just, uh, sound. A ghost. <laughs> oh, a ghost. Um, so, I, I, I wanted to still check it, even though, like, the thing is, I don't know the answer to that question. But there's answers to other questions that I do know. So I was testing this woman. She doesn't know if my grandma's dead or alive. Well, I mean, I guess she knows my grandma's dead. <laughs> the fuck? So, oh, low bad. Oh, R.I.P. It's okay. It's like still rewarding through the low bad. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to be there for you. Okay. So the other question I asked was, okay, here's a good question. Because this could be anything. How do you feel about the house? You're a person that doesn't know me. Okay. I know, I know this story. You know the story. But if I said, how do you feel about the house? Mm-hmm. Now, in a lot of family situations, people fight over a house right. or someone moved in and won't move out or whatever. What her answer was, was she stopped for a minute went, I wanted it to be divided, but I understand why it had to be sold. Now, my grandmother had three kids. She wanted to divide it 33 with third, which you can't fucking do in this state of Connecticut. You had to mar- you had to give one person sole whatever custody of the house. Don't come for me. It's just how it was at the time. And so she kept using the house as a bargaining chip. And because she was in a nursing home, uh, she couldn't make that decision anymore. And we had to sell it to pay for her bills. So for her to say, I wanted to divide it up, but I understand. Like was like, oh, yeah, I fucked up. I fucked that up. And like, that's exactly what happened. And then the last question was, I think I asked her, like, what's your favorite flower? Like, what flower am I thinking of? Something like that. And even though I was thinking of hibiscus, I always confuse it with hydrangeas. Mm. And when she said hydrangeas, like clear as day, I nearly fell off that fucking table. And I'll tell you, the first thing, like, I I wish I had recorded that session and I actually do want to go back to her and I'm made it an appointment and haven't gotten to go like it was canceled the last time I tried but I for the first time in my ghost hunting life was like this is the realest fucking shit ever you know like you watch other people go through it you think okay now if I could just do that right I would believe it and so when that happened that night I'll tell you what I did not sleep my bedroom felt full of people Mm -hmm. And, you know, the shaman had told me, she was like, you know, just imagine this and do this and do that. And it was like, it was like my whole sense of reality changed after that. So it's really exciting to watch these things like Sam and Colby online because I'm like, 
that's what they're going through. They're like, I want to believe, I want to believe. And then it happens to them. And then we watch and go, we want to believe that looks really real, but like, but really, but like, did you go to bed like with your life changed? Right. Like it was exciting, but unless Abigail is spelling out your dead ancestors' names, you know what I mean? Right. It's it's a whole different experience. Like I want to go back to that woman and and have her do it again, and I like have new questions that I want to test her on. And well, so what I was thinking is that. You know how at the end of the video, uh, they brought Satori and Cody to other places just yeah. to like at the end of the video, if, you know, please watch it. But yes, please do. They try to debunk Satori and Cody's method and they because they know people on the Internet are going to wanted to debunk the, the knocking, the knocking. Yeah. So, because they obviously know people on the internet are going to be like, oh, they got something in their shoe, or there's another person behind the camera. There's like two months after the investigation to debunk all this. So, in what I'm thinking is, you try to think about when they randomly went to that park and they got a hold of that. So, wait, they went to a park that their director chose. So, like, right, right. producer chose, like, Colby and Sam had no idea where they were going. They were said, they said, go out here. And the first spot they picked was too loud because it was like a random pinpoint. Mm-hmm. And then they sent them to another place. So nobody in the car knew where they were nobody going. Nobody knew anything. Yeah. And it makes it even more believable that the first place that they went to was too loud. Like, they had no choice but to go to another place. Well, kind right, of thing. But that only proves that, like, they're picking random points. Right. So what I'm... My perspective of the whole thing is, like, imagine a person comes across this video, watches it to the end, and they were related to that Terry person. Like, just just imagine that. Like, I'm sure it got back to them because, right, it says the school that she worked. So the girls that they contacted was a teacher at a nearby school and the, the Parkless school, Globe Park. Globe Park, which was named after the school. And she died in 2007, so Lily wasn't that long ago. Some years ago. She was only 47, too. So... I have questions. That's, like, my thing is that you don't you don't make this shit up, you know? Yeah, that was too... I mean, that was real as... And they also just happened to go to the park the on the anniversary that she died. The anniversary of her death date. They're like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, you know, or something wild. Yeah, it was her death date to the day that they randomly decided that two months later they were going to go and debunk. It wasn't even them. It was it was the per- right, right. September twenty seventh was the day she died. X amount of years before. So come on, right? And so I think like imagine a relative of Terry coming across this video and you know not knowing anything. And then all of a sudden, oh, at the end, at the end, your fucking relative is in the video. Like at that point, at that point, if one of Terry's relatives saw that video, I believe that her spirit led that person. To- yeah, no, one thousand percent. Like, hey, hey, come visit me. I'm at the park. That's gonna fuck you. Like, oh, for sure. No, that's what I'm saying. But like, that's how you know that shit is real. You know. And obviously, yeah, people are gonna say no, it's not. But whatever, I don't give a fuck what you think. But like. This is what I think. The knocking really continued. Even though they were on gravel, you could hear the gravel footsteps. You could hear the gravel, like, clicking up the heels. So, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, to me, it was less scary and more exciting. Yeah. No, 1000%. That's what I love about these. Instead of four movies, it's not just, like, fear-based. It's like, oh, my God, what's next? Like, the, the spirits were as excited to communicate as the living people. Yeah. They were just, click, click, hello, I gotta tell you something, hurry up. Like, can you guys get over it? Like, I have more side. Right. So, it's night. <laughs> right. So, if you, if, if you haven't yet, please go watch that video. Please. Even Colby's The Conjuring, not the first one, but the second one. Yeah. Which, um, I think, the week of whatever week this is, is October. Today's October 24th. 
2023. So it's whatever was like a few days ago. Yeah. They posted on October 22nd. Um, But by the time this comes out, all four episodes will be out. So please go watch it. So, okay. One of the things I mentioned earlier was the Robert doll. And I really want to mention this because I've heard of the Robert doll because I've watched so many things before. I just want to read to you guys the story behind the world's most terrifying potted doll, as they call it. Even more than Annabelle? Yeah. Really? I guess. I mean, who knows? Right. Every place is supposedly the most haunted place in the world. Right. They're like, it's the most haunted place in the whatever. Okay. Here is something that most people would agree is true about Robert the doll. He's terrifying. Ostensibly a little boy in a sailor stew, his careworn face is only vaguely human. His nub of a nose looks like a pair of pinholes. He is covered in brown nicks like scars. His eyes are beady and black. He wears a malevolent smirk. Clasped in his lap, he's folding his own toy, a dog, with garish, popping eyes, and a two-linked tongue lolling crazily out of its mouth. Here are some of the other things that people also agree is true about Robert. That he's haunted, and that he has caused car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and a cornucopia of other misfortunes. Robert is now 117 years old and lives at the Fort East Muratello Museum in Key West, Florida, in a new display case, which was recently donated by someone who is, quote, a fan of Robert, ew, says Corey Co- Covertino, curator of the museum. Wait, let me see when this was written. This was 2021, and like I said, he was just in the Conjuring House, so this boy has moved the parody. Well, I don't think that Robert Dahl in the Conjuring House was the real one. They wouldn't just have it out on a shelf like that. I think that was a replica. Really? I think so. I have questions. Anyway, let's talk about it. Um, but the comfortable days complete with humidity control and UV filtering glass to preserve the artifact to not... Oh my god. Oh, that wasn't even that loud. And then you won't, you won't hear it. No, you will. I heard the, I heard the motorcycle in the last one. That was a fire truck, everyone. Talking about Robert. Oh my god. <laughs> but the comfortable that digs, complete with humidity control and UV filtering glass to preserve the artifact, do not seem to have reformed Robert. The museum still gets regular reports of evils attributed to the dog. Before, the, before Robert came to the museum in 1994, he was the cover of Ro- property of Robert Eugene Otto an eccentric artist and member of a prominent Key West family. Yes, the doll and the owner had the same name, but the boy only answered to G. Robert was the child's birthday gift from Otto's grandfather, who bought the doll during a trip to Germany. Otto's relationship with the doll continued into adulthood. Even the picture is like, woof. What people really remembered is that they would probably turn as an unhealthy relationship with the doll says Cavertino. He bought he brought it everywhere. He talked about it in the first person as if it were to doll. He was Robert, as in he was a live entity. After some digging, the museum traced Robert's origins to the Stife Company, the same toy maker that first manufactured a teddy bear in honor of Theodore Roosevelt. Robert was most likely never intended to be sold as a toy, a Stife historian told the museum that Robert was probably Part of the set fabricated for a window display of clowns or jesters. Already. We don't want that. Right. Clowns and jesters, not good. Which is kind of adorable, says Cavertillo. Especially with this impish behavior, it kind of suits personality really well. Robert's little sailor suit was not supplied by the company. It was probably an outfit that Otto himself wore as a child. Ew. According to legend, young Otto became began to blame mishaps on the doll. While this could have been laughed off as childish storytelling, which it always is, adults also started noticing odd occurrences, especially as Otto and Robert grew older. As an adult, Otto lived in a stately home he called the Arse House, where Robert could be seen positioned at the upstairs window. School of Trail and Tremor 
he would appear and reappear, and they avoided the house. Mortal Ruder purchased the artist's house after Otto's death in 1974 and also became Robert's new caretaker. Visitors swore they heard footsteps in the attic and giggling. Some claimed Robert's expression changed when anyone badmouthed Otto in his presence. Ruder said Robert would move around the house on his own, and after 20 years of antics, she donated him to the museum. 20 years she put up with that shit. But far from banishing Robert to obscurity, his arrival at the museum marked a turning point for the doll. Since Robert arrived, visitors have flocked to the museum to get a look at the mischievous toy. He has appeared on TV shows, he's had his aura photographed, he is a stop on a ghost tour, and he's inspired a horror movie. I want to see his aura picture. Me too. I'm going to look it up. He has a Wikipedia entry and a social media account. Oh my god. Fans can buy Robert replicas, books, coasters, and t-shirts, and the most adventurous can even volunteer to be locked in with Robert after dark. Why would you ever? Oh, I'm not, okay. And they can and do write to him. He gets probably one to three letters every day, says Cavertino. But they are typical fan letters. Oh, his aura is purple on the top and pink on the bottom. I don't know what that means. Red, kind of red on the side. Some red, but it's mostly purple and pink. Yeah. Let's see. God, sorry. Okay, Robert, this is what I'm sorry about, Robert. No, it really is. I'm, okay. Are there, like, stories in there about when you took pictures of him, people have said that bad things have happened? Because that's what the gist of it is. Look at Robert Wikipedia. I feel like having this on my phone is not good. He's kind of scary looking. He's frightening. So that was a doll. That was a dog. In the Conjuring video, that was a replica. In pop culture. Wait, so did Sam and Chloe go to Florida and take an actual picture? No, Robert was in the Conjuring house. The real Robert. I thought it was until you said maybe it's an epicot. Because in that video that we were watching, he's sitting on like a shelf and he's like this big. Yeah, but here's the thing. Holby said uh, like he got his cancer diagnosis after visiting that house last year. Was it that house? Yeah, it was after that house and people like, hey, you saw the Robert doll. You might have got your diagnosis because you like looked at the Robert doll. No, let's take a picture. Photograph. Let me take that. That him or her, but in the video they said it. I believe you. While Chucky, the killer doll from Child's Play franchise, isn't a realized individual, he is actually inspired by a legend true story. The real events that helped inspire that would become the story of Child's Play began with the tale of Robert the Doll. Okay, that would make sense. Robert the Doll inspired chucky that i i get that horrifying it is but i get it okay go ahead i want to talk about the winchester house go so garrett watts made a video i am not going to tell you all to go watch it because you have to know garrett to know but his video is like two and a half hours long and he's dicking around for the first like two hours so but the winchester house was a whole vibe and Talia didn't know about it before this, so tell me what you've learned. Because we're here for it. Oh, so first Carolyn sent me this video. <laughs> okay. She was like, okay, so you know nothing about the Winchester house. Watch this 10-minute video. What do I do? I put on the 10-minute video, and I'm like, five minutes in, and I'm like, you know, this lady's not really talking about ghosts or anything. This lady, the 10-minute video, was just on admiring the architecture of the That's house. That's it. But Which, why? Okay, why? okay. Now, after watching the Sam and Colby video, these people are just going to run my life now. Listen, Sam and Colby were not the first ones to go there. I've known about the winters of house for a hot minute. Yeah, but I like how they describe everything. And it's in California, so. Yeah, San Jose. And who's Sarah? Who's, what's the Winchester house named after? How and why? Okay. This woman named Sarah. I forgot her last name already. Fucking Winchester. Oh, yeah. She married? She married William Winchester. He died. She had all of his fortune. Who is William Winchester? Oh, they didn't tell me that. A girl, William Winchester invented the Winchester rifle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So, 
<laughs> that's the base. That's the, the base. Story. That's the base. So, yeah, y'all know that Winchester rifle. Okay, so this guy named <laughs> Winchester. He had a woman. Yeah, so he had a wife named Sarah. He died. Right. He was very rich. She gained his fortune and became one of the richest women in her time. She also was upset that he died and she wanted to contact him. But instead, yeah, what happened? Who did she contact? Anybody else? Basically, so she went to the psychic because she wanted to, yep. um, she wanted to obviously talk to her, you know, her husband. And the psychic ended up basically telling her that, like, you need to, your husband's not coming through, but other people are. Yeah. And who were they? Wait, who were they? They were the victims of people that have died from the Winchester rifle. Oh, I didn't know that. That got shot by the Winchester rifle. And so, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. And they were pissed. And they were mad. So, basically, they told Sarah that if she, like, basically that they'll haunt her for the rest of her life if she doesn't start building a house, basically. Yeah. So, she was cursed. I would say. There's two stories, and I heard a separate story recently that said, um, once the first story that we all know and love is that the ghosts were, like, demanded her to build this house and never stop. And the other is that the ghosts asked her for places to live, which is why she put so many doors and stuff. Well, and there were a hundred, I believe, don't quote me, 109 rooms in the house, through 2,000 doors, some to know her, because some of those spirits that came through were bad spirits but well also you so yeah i mean i would say it's it's a curse and so basically if she hadn't stopped building in this house because she had all this money i mean she had, she had millions of dollars construction was 24 hours a day day and night for 38 years yeah years 38 years like cold shit it never stopped until she died right which, I don't know how she died. It's just old age. Oh, okay. So, basically, a ghost strangled her in the night. This is like, this is a mystery house. Winchester mystery house. And they say that because in the house there are staircases that lead to the ceiling. Nothing. There are doors that lead to outside with no with like, no steps, as you could die if you and you could die if you walk out. Like there are doors with right behind the door is a wall. Yep. So basically, this house is quite literally like a never-ending Minecraft project that you just continue building off of because you have no choice. So basically, she was so she had a couple. She had more than one seance room in the house, and she was conducting the seances every single day. So at eleven p.m. every day. 13 bells would go off and that's when really? all of the spirits came in at 11 p.m. and they stayed until 2 a.m. and at 2 a.m. 11 more bells went off to release the spirits. Really? That I did not hear. Yeah. So in the seance room there are also 13 panels. So people just digging in. People believe that uh, there were specifically 13, you know, spirits that always came every night, even though there were more. Yeah, there but were more. There th- the, the theory is that, like, there were 13 consistent people that were always there. Almost almost like an AA meeting. It was like an everyday thing, you know? It was just like, hey, meeting. hey at 11 p.m., come in here, we leave at 2 kind of thing. And you had 13 consistent people. They say 12 to 3 is the witching hour. So do you know, like, the numbers in the house? I know that there are 2,000 doors. I know that there, I believe there are 109 rooms. Um, I know that she did seances every night. I know also that she slept in a different bedroom every night. And one of the things that they said about the construction was that she made doors and stairs to nowhere because she wanted to confuse the bad spirits so they would get lost and couldn't find her in the house. She was a very smart woman. But go ahead, give me the numbers. He said you had numbers. Yeah, so there are numbers 
I want you to watch it because I can't explain it. But basically, throughout the house, you see a consistent uh, pattern of 7, 11, and 13. Oh, I've heard of the 7-Eleven staircase. So the 7-Eleven means. So basically, like, in the house, there are random things that you count, either 7 of them, 11 of them, or 13 of them. And, like, 7 is a holy number. Right. 11, I don't know. 11, I didn't know until I realized it was my empath number. So I'll get to that. Hang on a minute. Okay, so what Talia just showed me was the Our Unexplained Night at the Winchester Mystery House 11 months ago from Sam and Colby. They're talking about numerology. So this empath number that she was talking about. So I always thought my numerology number was 9 because my birthday is July 18th, so 8 plus 1 is 9. But they're saying you add up your full date. So I'm 7, 18, 84... Which Talia says is 34. You're 84? Uh-oh. Did you not do my math right? Okay, I did it wrong. Oh, okay. I did it wrong. Time. 7 plus 1 plus 8 plus 1. No. Wait. Do you go 7? You go 7, eight, one, nine, eight, four? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So 7 plus 1 plus 8 plus 9 plus eight. No, the 1. Shit. Okay, we sorry. Basic math. I can't do math on a calculator. Wait. Seven plus one plus eight plus, plus one plus nine plus eight plus, plus four, four equals thirty-eight. So, okay, plus three. Time out. Time out. Time out. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So, so what they said is is if your number doesn't come between one and nine, then uh, there are three numbers. So eleven. 22 and 33 which are mad spiritual outliers yeah spiritual which are like connected to like psychic stuff and whatever so if you do if you have like a number that comes at like 14 whatever your end number which what was my end number 38 your end number was 38 you you then add 8 plus 3 equals 11 <laughs> We're both 11. which they say is psychic psychic bitch bitch this is live guys this is happening right now the beach house podcast is both numerologically 11 and we are psychic motherfuckers i'm not my number nine this whole time this explains why we're like connected the way we're no one thousand percent this explains after watching this i almost shit myself can you google numerology number 11 and just read out the like what it means yeah like, yeah, okay, you guys try this at home. Like I said, if it's not one through nine, um, okay, let's hear it. The number 11 can symbolize a spiritual awakening. The name of this number is sometimes the Illuminator or... I thought you were going to say Illuminati. <laughs> it is here to encourage positive thinking and the powers of manifestation and to recognize and use your unique skills to give something back to the world. I'm so trying to do that. Which would make so much more sense as to why we both have that sixth sense. Yeah. But also, like, me wanting to go into ministry and, like, starting Holy Path. Right. Like, I want, like, no offense, you guys, but the world fucking sucks. Yeah. And I hate it and I hate being alive, but I'm shook. I'm so shook. When I added those up, I got chills. (laughs) Because you added up the wrong numbers before. Yeah, but it was to you. Yeah. What do you think my birthday was? 83? 85? You don't want to know. Bitch, tell me now. I well, need because to I thought it was your phone password. So I put in... You thought I was born in 71? I don't know math. Clearly, we just learned that early. I'm like, why is your... Okay, well, now we're going to... Everybody but that tried. Get my phone. Because, you know, why I chose 1971 is because I knew nobody would associate that with me because it's not my fucking birthday. It's the birthday of my high school teacher. Oh, weirdo. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so basically, Winchester House, if you add up. So Sarah Winchester did a lot of things with the number 7, 11, and 13, which adds up to numerology number 
22, which is the hierarchy of master architect. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that means. That is wild, you guys. Again, I know that not everybody believes in stuff (laughs) and that's totally fine. Like, it's cool. Like, and like I said, we're not putting our whole heart and soul into everything that we say right now. Like, it's so fun and it's so interesting. Yeah. Open-minded. But like, it kind of fits a lot. It's the same. Like, what's your what's your uh, horoscope sign? I'm not into that. I've never. I don't so know that. What's your horoscope sign? Like, is that like the you don't even like? There's this cancer, right? Yes. Okay, mine's an Aries. Okay, so cancer for me fits perfectly. I'm the nurturer. I am loyal. I am moody. I have a lot of big feelings. I love the water. Love the water. Um, I'm a night person. And Joe is also a cancer in my right. He has a lot of big feelings. We're very, very emotional beings. Yeah, all all Aaron's are cancers that I've met. Aaron's are supposed to be chaotic and you're really not that person. Are Which you? is exactly why I never really believed what in that. What's the stuff. day of your birthday? The eleventh of April. I was gonna say I'm not even on a cusp. I was I'm gonna say, are you a cusp? But like we're out here like would you guys like our social security number? <laughs> I know when people are like, "Oh, this is my horoscope and my moon and my sun," and I'm like, "I, I don't know all that." I I've never really gotten into that. And so, like when I first heard about horoscopes, I was like, "Oh, cool, let me look at mine. It's fun." And sometimes. so, yeah. And so, like I saw mine was an Aries. And I looked up like everything that was like underneath it, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm not really this. It doesn't fit you." Yeah, which is why I associate a lot more with numbers than. Well, that's fine. For me, I know that the Cancer horoscope. Like, when they, like, I saw somebody cut up the explanations to all the horoscopes and then mix them up without the titles and, like, this could be anybody. Mm-hmm. There are some that, like, do not fit me at all. Yeah. And, but if you break it down to, like, the personality type, I'm 100%. Gotcha. I'm totally a cancer in all the ways. Um, But I get that. And, and some people resonate with different, different rings. So... We were also going to talk about the Conjuring House, which is in Rhode Island. Um, but I think you guys really need to just go look that up on your own and watch that. The other thing I wanted to tell you guys about um, the Annabelle doll, which is in a locked safe, like window thing, which we talked about, was also in the Conjuring House for whatever reason and should be making its way to Moving and Sun. Oops. One of these days. Are you going to look that up? Uh, yeah, I. Excellent. Just airdrop something to my MacBook though, but I think I canceled it anytime. I nothing happened. We're so um the Annabelle. So so Ed and Lorraine Warren did live in Connecticut when they were alive, and they had a little museum in their basement, which eventually became condemned because it wasn't kept up. And I'm assuming that all their their spooky artifacts were distributed. What the fuck did you just do? I told you I actually airdropped something. Oh. It, I think it's stayed. Okay. Um, so Ed and Lorraine Ward had their spooky museum and it was like spookily condemned for not being up to code. <laughs> so it was closed for a long time, even while they were alive. And then um, assuming they just closed it down. But anyway, um, one of the other things they did was um, investigate what's called a haunting in Connecticut. That one's pretty famous. And maybe that's just because we're from Connecticut. But it was about a story of, I think I told you this in the last one, and I'm sorry, you guys, if I'm repeating it, but look it up. It is a movie. It's about a boy that had cancer, and they moved into this house that was super cheap because they wanted to be closer to the hospital that he was getting treatments in, and the house was an old funeral parlor, and he became possessed, and it was like a whole thing. So um, that's something I think you guys should look up. So it says that the Anbadol is still in... The Warren's Occult Museum, but that's crazy because that it was low. clearly well. It's closed, but it was clearly in that video. But because that a real no, one, though? that was not a replica, and I'll tell you why. I know that was not a replica. Maybe the Robert Bill and the handle. No, maybe the Robert doll was a replica, but the Annabelle doll was in its case, which has the cross over it. Yeah, like if you look at the case, like I believe it, it's got to be the same. Maybe look up the Conjuring House and see if. Oh, okay. Hang on. Okay. Right now, uh, uh, updated October 16th, 
So just last week, okay, at 9.14 a.m., the Annabelle doll is in Mohegan Sun. <gasps> She's down the road from us, you guys. She's in Mohegan Sun, yeah. I feel like Casey works at Mohegan Sun. Bitch, I feel like Casey, what are you about to say? You think we should what? Go. Are you serious? I mean, how long is it there? Does it say how long it's there for? As part of the Warren Seeker of Supernatural uh, Phantasmacon. Phantasmacon. Uh, taking place October 28th. So this weekend, she'll be like out on display. Like, is, she, is she not at dis- on display yet? So I, I don't think she's, I think she's probably like in a back room in Mohegan Sun for now being kept safe. And until we're there also Casey had been in the back rooms. Oh my god. Look, it literally says updated October 16th, one three at nine fourteen AM. People wanted to know and where it was there. This she's have like a tracker. Oh my god, the Annabelle <laughs> tracker app. Ew. Wow. Oh She'd be displayed for us to look at her. this weekend. I got a baptism and a haunted soiree to go to. Anybody got time for that? It's also but also we need to go. So tickets have not gone on sale yet. Tickets? Yeah, so this is a convention. This is a scary convention. Oh, so like we need to pay money to see her? Yes. Okay, then no, it's we're not, not just, see her. Yeah, no, it's definitely not just for free. Oh, JK, we will not be seeing her. We've literally lived in the same state as her, so it's, you know, it's, we got what we got. So tickets are not on sale for the convention, but if you want to see Annabelle, you have to pay an additional amount of money. Oh, fuck off, you guys. Yeah. Come on. I would love to be haunted by a demon. Let me pay for that. Meanwhile, so $100. Meanwhile. No. It is. No, I know. I'm no, saying no. Yeah. No. Unsubscribe. No. Meanwhile. I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it's gone. I think that's all for today, honestly. I think we've covered so much ground and there's a lot for people to digest. And I would love to know what everybody's, like, costume is for Halloween. I'm going, like I said, to a haunted soiree, so I will not be wearing, like, a traditional costume. I'll be, like, a ghosty gown. But you said you also have a costume you're wearing to my party. Yeah, but that's a secret surprise. Obviously, no one will ever know. They don't need to know. Tilly, what are you being for Halloween? Bo Peep. And what's Joe being? Woody. Aww. I love couples costumes. They're my favorites. So, okay. That's that on that, guys. I would love to share what your costumes are. Please um, like and subscribe. And also go to our Facebook page where you can talk about <laughs> laughing. Go to our Facebook page, Casey. And tell us... Casey! Casey, are you there? Tell us where you're being from Halloween. Even if it's three years from now, I want to know what you are. Um... Thanks for joining us, and I hope you guys listen to this with the lights on. Also, please go look up all the things we told you to do because we're important, right? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Bye.